week on Erotic Awakening. How to start being with people who are not your partner, master and slave love stories, and not as kinky as we thought. BDSM and non-standard relationships. Power exchange and polyamory. Sacred sexuality and fetishes. As well, well as simply, simply fun kink. kink. You'll find shows on these topics and all things Dana Dawn at eroticawakening.com. Welcome to Erotic Awakening, an exploration of all things erotic. If you are offended by adult topics or prohibited by law, we recommend you stop listening right now. Hi, Dawn. Hi, Dan. Tonight on the podcast, uh, we heard recently from someone who said they were listening to the old, old, old episodes of the podcast, and they listened to episode 16, and it made them cry. That's what I heard. So we went back to find out what made them cry, and we're going to share that with the audience tonight. And it might make people cry again. Or laugh or <laughs> just turn off the podcast. Who knows how they're going to be. I don't even... The funny thing is, this bit that we're going to do, mm-hmm. I can't tell you offhand what's there. I just glanced at it and it's like, uh-oh, I'm going to choke up. <laughs> so is this something that we wrote at the initial collaring? No. Um, you said in here that you're 44. Okay. So about 10 years ago. Yeah. Eight years eight. ago. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> Uh, and then we are also going to be talking about the um, how to go about when you go from a couple and maybe you start not just swinging, but maybe you just start exploring BDSM or other kinds of play with people that are not that primary partner, that partner you're currently with. But not with your primary partner, right. kind of separately, right? Yes. Ooh, okay. And we'll talk about how to get started on that. Okay. And that is about it, except for, of course, some kinky questions. But we're going to go ahead and start with that reading. And Don, uh, we are currently holding a copy of Living MS, which is where that reading currently lives. Where would I find it in this book? Uh, go for page 150. Back on there on page 150. Well, mine is kind of long, isn't it? Yeah, it's one of the extra writings. Am I going to have to read this whole thing? Uh, maybe. Where's yours at? Mine's right after yours. Um, Mine's a little shorter. It is. So. Oh, you know what? No, you're cheating. Why? Look at page 148. <laughs> oh, podcast listeners, oh, you think that we prepared deeply it? in this. Um... So here's what we're going to oh. do, folks. Dawn's going to read something that she called. I called it Slave Heart Musings Part 1. And then I'm going to read Master Musings, and then you have to read Slave Hearts Part 2. Two, I do. So, okay, so if your, um, yours actually marks you as 44 on mm-hmm. yours. So that was, so this was about eight years ago. So this was um, after some of our struggles, because we've been doing this for, uh, formally since 2001, mm-hmm. so that's 16 years, but we've been, a, we've been, even before that, there was a year and a half that we were putting this this MS together, mm-hmm. right? So almost 18 years. Hell, our first interview for this was 19 years ago, over 19 years ago. <laughs> so, wow. So somewhere in that, that mid-range, that eight-year period, we were struggling mm-hmm. and must have just come through some struggles. So so I'll get started, not, and I'll try not to read so fast you can't keep up, but so slow that it drags out. If you've got a copy of Living MS... Follow along. We're on page, <laughs> page 148. 148. Uh-oh, that means they're going to um, understand each word I mispronounced. <laughs> okay, so um, it says, it says, uh, Slave Heart Musings Part 1. Dawn says, I know that I am a slave deep in my core, deep in my heart, deep in my soul. When we talked of becoming DS over a decade ago, my soul sang, this is what I had been looking for, though I hadn't known what it was called. As we started with DS Light, I felt that I had found the real me. 
the me who wants to be totally owned, the me who has no secrets, the me who can let her heart and soul free, knowing they will both be cherished. Over the years, we became more formalized, continuing to become who we are at deeper and deeper levels. My slave soul was being fed, watered, and nurtured. She was home, and she was proud and honored to have found her home. For the last few years, though, and for several reasons, I tried to put her aside somewhat. Maybe I wanted to see if she was real, or maybe I wanted one more try at fitting in with those who don't understand DS or MS. Instead, I found that I truly am slave. I am Master Dan's slave. Even while we've tried different relationship styles, I've never been able to fully suppress my slave self. I am slave. I have to acknowledge who I am at my core, in my heart and soul. And when Dan is my master, my heart sings. My master is the man that I trust more than anyone who has ever been in my life. He's not only my master, he is my friend, my lover, my confidant. He pushes me when I need to be pushed. He takes me when I need to be taken. He lets me fly, and he's there, waiting with open arms into which I can land safely. As we've grown, our relationship has gone through changes, some of which pushed MS to the side. When that happened, my heart ached to be fully his again. We've once again brought the MS side of ourselves to the forefront of our lives, giving it free reign. Once again, I feel at peace, balanced. Slave once again has a voice, a home. Once again, she is free, shining, singing, and embracing her power. Master's Musings, Dan says, A post like this has to start with an introduction and a definition or two. I am not offering the one true way or definition of anything, just my opinion and experience. I began this trip some time back. Unlike many people I have met, okay, not met, but seen online, I cannot claim that I, at 44 years old I have been a master for 30 years. No, my first relationships and two marriages were as vanilla as vanilla can be. And it was in the year 1999 that I began a relationship that has a power exchange element to it from the get-go. And not until 2001 did a collar become a permanent part of someone's neck, someone in my charge. That's the point I went from bedroom dom to dom to master. I did not earn my leathers at that point. I did not get a cool scene name after serving under a powerful mentor. Instead, I claimed a slave and the responsibilities of a master on a full-time 24-7 basis. That is what defines a master, claiming responsibility for the training, well-being, and actions of a slave. My slave and I created a DS support group and for some time created another. We hosted over a dozen formal events and taught an occasional class on DS and MS relationships. Into the life of my first slave and me, slaves came and went. There have been others, to be sure. There are always others, are there not? As Lil Pan said in Big Trouble in Little China. <laughs> But I have never been one to have more than two slaves at a time. Okay, I very briefly had three. My style of training is not suited to more than a few slaves at one time, nor are my needs so extravagant that I require five or six slaves. Each slave who came into my life brought me and our house honor and benefit. I believe they as well gained something from their association with us. At one point, I stripped my first slave of her collar and we tried to be not MS. Regardless, over time, more and more MS came into our life. No collar, no formal contract, no titles. But a slave's heart serving a master's desire. MS naturally flowed back to us. Important events happened in our lives, and as a result in realizations, we came to realize that our position of strength, our bond, is the MS relationship we created and nurtured, nurtured for so many years. We had let it become a small, subtle piece of our lives. 
but we are now ready to once more acknowledge and claim it. You see, I think I'd forgotten that I am a master. I'd forgotten that nearly all of my healthy relationships have been MS ones. I fell in love with a vanilla girl, well, vanilla with a twist, and although my relationship with First Slave continued its subtle DS heartbeat, I began to do all right in non-MS relationships as well as a non-MS person. And fortunately, Vanilla Twist continued to grow. Faced with new challenges, I fell back and back until I found my seat of power. My center, my core, my balance. I am a master. And it does not require me to change the relationship with Vanilla Twist. I have no desire to be her master, to change who she is or adjust who we are together. Our relationship is in balance as it is. As long as I do not reject who I am or attempt to live in a style for which I don't have the tools. There are perhaps a thousand ways to live a polyamorous life. We are finding our path. And this master bows to his first slave. I bow to you, Don, for I know you have suffered before we became who we are. I know you have struggled to reach the place you saw you belonged. I know how you have flown free, sometimes with success, sometimes with anguish. And you, here you are, waiting for me to claim you once more. You are no longer in a place where you need to be claimed. You simply want to be claimed. You are waiting. You know me better than ever. You know I will not protect you from pain, yet I will do what I can to prevent harm. When will you come to your senses and beg for that collar? When will I remember my honor and demand you take my collar? Mm. Slave Heart Musings Part 2. Dawn says... Sir, I read, I cried. Since the beginning, I have been honored to be yours, to wear your collar when it was offered, and even after it was taken away. Yours I will always be, even as we explore life and different ways of living, even as we love others. Yours I will always be. I know deep in my core, my soul, my heart, that I am slave. Even as we attempted to live without the collar, I couldn't completely deny who I am, just as you couldn't deny who you are. That is where some of my struggles come from, denying who I am. I am a strong person, but when I belong to you, I am empowered in ways that have always amazed me. Sir, I bow to you with deep honor, trust, and respect. I will always be there for you in whatever way you need me, just as you have always been there for me while I've struggled with these growing pains. I truly miss the weight of your formal collar, though you've owned me since day one. I would be truly honored to wear your collar once again. I do not need your collar to be slave, for slave is who I am, but I crave your collar. I crave your ownership. I crave to do your bidding and to kneel before you as yours. I would be honored to walk this road with you as your slave. Yours. Well, that's some nice writing there. That is, and um, it's actually kind of neat because um, it actually explains to me again something that we tried to talk about over the weekend at Steel City with the mm -hmm. um, with the workshop that we were working on, Power Exchange and Polyamory. Mm -hmm. And we talked about when you took my collar. So we must have written this some months after that. Yeah. And um, we talked about when you took my collar and when you were getting ready to demonstrate it to the group, mm -hmm. I had to back off and say you, you need to find a, a, a you, you need to follow, find a volunteer for this yes a because, demo bottom yes so I don't know if um, I was feeling thin you know emotionally thin at that time or what because sometimes I can do it now I still hiccup but I can do it and it, it's been eight years and it's still a, a little traumatic <laughs> <laughs> so but but that's good yeah. in a way 
Yeah, it 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 is good in a way. So it, it is very important to me, and and we do. We are. I know at least I am, and I think you are just empowered with this MS relationship. And we're for me, I'm in charge of so much. I mean, I run groups. I teach Reiki. I I in charge a lot that. I don't know. I was going to say it would be easy to fall out of MS, but that's an absolute lie. <laughs> that's bullshit, you know, because that's part of who I am. But sometimes I forget how happy I am when I surrender. You know, I'm so busy being tough and, you know, nobody bothers me and mm-hmm. things like that. that. Sometimes I forget just how happy I am being soft and surrendering. So being on my knees. Mm-hmm. So it's good. I'm glad she brought it up. Yeah. I'm glad she brought up episode 16. So It, do, it does make me want to actually read the... The whole book again? Yeah. And, I just and, saw a again, spelling mistake. No, I don't know. always say, one day we'll make an audio book out of it, but... Yeah. One day. I think we could do that as much as we record. The book's actually not that long, you know? It's, it's short pieces. Mm-hmm. So a lot of short pieces. So I, I think we could record it. But, um, yeah, I just saw a spelling mistake, and <laughs> it's like, we had that edited three times. How did that get in there? Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, I don't, I don't, yeah. Don, did you know? <laughs> moving on, huh? <laughs> I am moving on. Did you know that the My Dad Wrote a Porno podcast is higher rated than Erotic Awakening? I love that podcast, though. I do, too. And I don't know if they are higher rated, but damn it if it's not funny. God, I've never laughed so hard. <laughs> Our thanks to Kevin and Katie for turning us on to that right, one. Right, right. So, but oh no, say it isn't so. Yes, yes. Take a moment to support our podcast, though. Go rate us on Apple Podcast, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, Podbean, or wherever you listen, or just tell. Tell your friends. Tell your friends. That tell was your, your line. I stepped oh, on. Yes. sorry. Yes. Tell your friends. Only one new news subscriber to the newsletter, which is going out today after you approve it. Ha-ha. Elizabeth. Elizabeth. (laughs) Elizabeth from Southern Southern California. California. And I have to update the person we've seen most recently because we just went to... um, Oh, Steel City. Steel City, yeah, in Pittsburgh. And we'll be back in Pittsburgh shortly. Oh, wait. Oh, you did just update it? Yes. Is is their name MC? Yes. Okay, good, good, good. So um, we also... I didn't even know that we could get comments through Podbean. But um, someone wrote us on Podbean, and so if you're listening to this and you're the one that wrote us on Podbean, we haven't figured out how to reply to you yet. <laughs> but so thanks for the comment. we figured we'd put it on here. So And they just loved the, the public punishment episode. So, yay. Yay. <laughs> we always appreciate that. If you would like to make comments about our Podbean or anything else, you can do so via the comment form on our webpage, eroticawakening.com. There you'll find other ways to contact us as well as where we will, we will be presenting, which is also going to be on the newsletter. I actually made the list for all of next nice. year. I saw so that. we're good, yeah. Past podcast episodes, link to the newsletter, and other stuff. You can also follow us on FetLife. Find us as the owners of the Fet Group, Erotic Awakening. I do approve of that newsletter, by the way, and I see that we are already booked for eight events in 2018. Mm-hmm. If yep. you want us to come visit you in 2018, tell whoever runs your local group, hey, get them booked now. They're getting busy. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're getting busy. It's filling up. So awesome. awesome. So, Don, real quick, I want to tell you about a – do you remember – You, I don't know. 
you may or may not remember, in a couple of years ago, we went to GD2 and did a class on polyamory. Yes, I remember that. One of the people that attended that class is a guy named uh, Gio the Arrogant, and he started oh. a new podcast called Conten- Consensually Speaking with Gio. Neat. I suppose that you pronounce it G-I-O as Gio. I think so. If it's Italian or something, that's, that looks about right. Gio is a 40-something-year-old man who's in a kink and BDSM. He's known he's been a kinkster for about seven years now and is in a committed DS relationship as a daddy-dom. He is uh, not a novice to the scene and fairly knowledgeable and uh, has a fantastic new kink-centric podcast. I can give knowledge and information to people new to the kink scene as well as help him learn new things along the way. It's lighthearted, even comedic, and casual conversations with guests, as well as uh, kinds of cool stuff, like discussing kink like we're a bunch of friends sitting at a coffee shop. You can find that podcast. It is consensually speaking. That's under, you can find that at oralbondage.com. Oral bondage. Nice. Like ne- O-R-A-L yes. or A. Okay. No, no, no. Awesome. O-R-A-L. Yes. That, awesome. That's a pretty good trick there. That, that, uh, I thought that was very witty. That's yes. Domain name. So there you go. Check, go check that podcast out. Awesome. Awesome. I got a tent. I got a tentacle picture again. No. Those octopus kites are really making the rounds. <laughs> so black violet sent me the link this time and um, I still like them. I think they're cute. So I'm glad you found that, and I'm glad you enjoyed that. <laughs> I actually was in a position of being promised of having food on boobs. You were. She she was almost. You you um, put an apple on her boobs and said, no, that's not going to work. That's right. not the same. So send a picture. <laughs> it has to be a picture. All right, let's get into the 69 things to try before you die. Uh, we used to be 11 for 11, and last time we chatted, we um, stopped, dropped it down to 15 and a half for 17. 15 and a half for 17. God damn it. So I don't know why that's <laughs> such a problem for us, though. Why? What, what is it that uh, we didn't get? Oh, oh, that's because you don't want to be fucked with a strap on. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not a team player. <laughs> and uh, I haven't fucked a guy with a strap on. So in one scene, we could get one and a half points. Uh, no, we would have, it would have to be a heck of a scene. <laughs> because part of it is use a strap on to fuck a guy. Right. And half of it is use a, let a girl right. use a strap on. Oh, I get it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Let's just move on to number 18. Uh, Don, I think some of these questions we just have to accept are <sighs> not... Not going to happen. No, no. Are not... Uh, they don't go both ways. Right. Example. Number 18. Have you made yourself squirt? You've made yourself squirt. You do it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> right. Have you ever made yourself squirt? I'll take, no. a, I'll take a half point then on that one. No, I have not. So I, I'm not squirtable. And we're going to do a half point on this next one. Right, because we've even done the... the the books, the training. Well, look, the... so first off, I have no doubt we have a podcast listener right now saying, well, I can make her squirt. Right. And we invite you to do so. <laughs> we would be you happy to see that. Figure out how to do it. I know a couple people have tried. As a matter of fact, uh, we recently taught a flirting, flirting class. Mm-hmm. And one of the lines we did not recognize, but that we would accept is, I can make you squirt. Ooh. That is an acceptable flirting that line. That is an acceptable flirting line. Absolutely. <laughs> But so the world far, we live in, so uh, far it has not worked. Make yourself squirt because I can squirt. That's a half point. 
Mm-hmm. And another half point for having anal sex. I have. Woohoo! Regardless of how much, if you've listened to our Adam and Eve episode, apparently I'm going to be having anal sex in my future. <laughs> Not yet, so half point there. So half point. You've you've given anal, just not received yes. anal. Right? Oh, wait a minute. That's a full fucking point, I then. think it is. It doesn't say receive. It says right. has. All right. Right. All right, Don. Have you ever had sex with three or more people at once? Oh, I have to think about that yes. one. Have I? Yes. It when? was a long time ago at a swing party at her house. It was the two girls that we yes, were in that, that we initial, were dating. Yeah. And you okay. and me. That's, That's four right. People. That is four. Awesome. Well, we're doing good there. Oh, I've done it once more, too. Oh, <laughs> you and I have had threesomes all the time. Well, this is. It says oh, three, it says three or, more. or more. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, fine. we've had threesomes all the time, but Th- that was a foursome. Yes. Uh, got fisted? <laughs> yes. Uh, I, too, have. Fisted. fisted. <laughs> not got fisted. Oh, yeah. Fisting's one of my favorite things. So you would think with the fisting, because usually when people get fisted, mm-hmm. when gals get fisted, vaginally at least, they squirt. And as much as I've been, I, I haven't been fisted like 50 times. I've been fisted like eight. But I still haven't squirted. Can you count on both hands the number of times you've been fisted? I think. Have you ever eight. been fisted with both hands? No. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Is that one of the questions? No, I just thought of that one. <laughs> no, I have not. I have not been fisted both hands vaginally or one in each hole. No. <laughs> I don't know that I'm interested in being fisted. Anally, yeah. Now, we certainly have friends that have received that. It, We've seen loved it. Loved it, seen it, but I don't know that's what I want. Lube up the boy butter and away you go. Mm. Um, so this one is a little hard. I'm not quite sure what this one means. Fuck someone to the point of coming and then stop. That's really how I do sex all the time. Right. Or I don't, I'm not quite sure. Because Fuck someone to the point, to the edge of coming, but they don't Doesn't quite. say the edge. It says yeah. the point of. Maybe they mean the edge. Maybe they mean the edge of. To the point of, not the success of. Sure. To the edge point of coming and then stop. Yeah. yeah, yeah we've it's, done it's that not, all the time. Not quite. Yeah, we, we are a big fan of edging. As a matter of fact, I would say over this weekend. Um, <laughs> we got to edge twice. So, yeah, we're all, all, all down on that one. Uh-huh. Uh, number 23, it. have your hair pulled hard to force you to switch positions. Bink. Uh-huh. Have you had your hair pulled I've hard? I pulled your hair. Again, we've <laughs> recognized. You can pull my yes, hair as you you have, hard as you want. You have, Well, you don't have no hair right You'll now. You'll have to sweep it, it up off the, the floor from the, yeah, I don't know where you'd even find. Well, yes, you'd have to. You, I tell you what, you pull my hair from my little scrotal hairs you can force me to switch positions all you want that will work that's not something i'm gonna do but yes you have pulled my hair to rip my face off of your cock (laughs) well yeah rip it off your cock um three more number 24 we just answered so it's only two more. Oh, wait a minute. Have you have your hair pulled while oh, fucking, fucking doggy style? style? Good God. Hell yeah. It's a day at the beach, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, two more. Uh, have you used any... Well, that's a, a question. weird question. Use any and all forms of sensory deprivation. No, I can't say we've used all, all forms, forms of dep- sensory deprivation. I have not put you in a... Vacuum bag? Vacuum bag. Oh, no. I haven't put you in a coffin and buried it. Uh-uh. <laughs> Claustrophobia. <laughs> Have I plugged your ears? You've put covered your eyes. You've put um, earphones over yes, my ears. Yes, I put earphones, and we've covered blindfolded. We haven't done nose or Mm-mm. taste. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to give us credit on that one because it's a stupid question. It, well, it says any and then it says all. So Yeah, yeah. yeah. We've, We've done used any. Any. We just haven't done all. That would be really hard to use all forms of sensory deprivation. Yeah. The vacuum bag with earplugs is the only what thing What is the um, thing that you do to women when they're having babies? You stick a needle in their back so they have... Oh, the epidural? Yeah. Isn't that like sensory deprivation? Only from the waist down. Exactly what I want for senses, sex. Yeah. <laughs> most of your senses are from the neck up. Yeah. And finally, <laughs> I already know the answer to this one. Giving yourself an orgasm in public. Yeah. I a, have. A, B, C. Oh, yeah, when I did the letters and sent yeah. you pictures. Uh, have you done that? Well, you should tell the story of the letters first. Oh, the stories of the letters. So um, what you had me do was start out with an A. So, like, I went and parked in the parking lot of Applebee's and then brought myself to orgasm and then sent you a picture of Applebee's and then sent you the picture so you knew that's what I had just done. Mm -hmm. And then B, I don't remember what B was, but I go sit in the parking lot of B and do it again and then send you a picture. So these were like random times going through the alphabet. So out of the blue at work, you would get this picture of me being somewhere else that started with the next letter of the alphabet. So yeah, I have uh, done that at least 26 times. (laughs) <laughs> Did you ever get through the alphabet? I don't recall you ever getting remember. through the I don't think I got okay. through the end of the alphabet. Uh, I have absolutely um, given myself an orgasm in public. I used to drive a van for a particular company, which no, I will not wait. name that company. I remember when you drove that van. You really did? Yeah. Okay. I would, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, you know. Something I didn't know about you. Have you ever been driving around and you see those little signs that say, don't text and drive? Yeah. They should have had a bumper sticker that says, don't wank off while you're driving a van. But uh, that would have been a valuable sign. But yeah. I learned something new. I didn't know you didn't know that. Well, with that a little bit of information, that puts us at a much more respectable 24 for 26. Okay. I feel much more responsible. Much uh, more responsible. So I have to learn how to squirt. Not responsible. Respectable. <laughs> it's totally unresponsible, our answers. We're doing things that are very unresponsible, I tell you. So in one scene, to get up to 27 out of 27, I have to wear a strap on, fuck your ass, so and hard you make me that squirt. So hard squirt. <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen. The only other thing before we get into our topic, real quickly, um, we talked about octopus kites. We talked about that. The last thing we have to do is, if you happen to know international power exchange presenters, Kevin and Katie, and you see them say, ooh, I heard about you on the podcast. The fact that we didn't say anything about them, that's fine. We just want to fuck with them. (laughs) We've been spending a lot of time with them over the last week, so... It'd be fun to fuck with them. <laughs> yes. So, Dawn, um, you and I started off in Kinkland. We decided we would be polyamorous, and we decided we'd be okay with that. Mm-hmm. And we decided we would play with other people and be okay with that. Right. But there was a point where we actually did it. Mm-hmm. And I think the first time we ever played with anyone, it was with J&M, and they made a little daisy... Uh, oh, J and L. What are those things? Paper clothes clips? Pins. Clothes pins. Clothes right, pins. Right. Of your around nipple. my nipple. Yeah. Yeah. I think that is the first thing that we ever did with anyone else. I think it is. So we really toe dipped at the beginning. Mm-hmm. So um, 
we were both wanting to do this together, but not sure how to get started. And yeah, it was a, it was probably a M yeah. that that brought yeah, it absolutely. up. Hey, let me put let me put clothespins around her nipple, and right. that's what we did. And then we were like, oh, well, we didn't know you guys were poly. And they're like, we're not poly. We're monogamous. We're emotionally right. monogamous. We just play with others. And I kind of get that now. Yeah, I, I actually play with a couple of people that are and, like that. And we know many monog- people that identify as monogamous that do or do play with other people. Mm-hmm. And we understand the difference now. Yeah. And that led us to a couple other situations. And for me, there's great the value in, especially as you're exploring BDSM. Mm-hmm. It's one thing to go to a class that teaches you how to swing a flogger. And it's great to swing a flogger, but it can be pretty valuable to watch someone else swing a flogger. And for me, it was very valuable to watch you play with other people because I didn't know how far, you know, like mm-hmm. how hard a spanking you take. Um, oh. Caning, for that matter, right? If I was the first person to cane you and you responded the way you did to caning, I would have thought, oh, my God, I guess I fucked up. Yeah. Uh, so it was neat to see someone else cane you and for you to that respond. That was at a spanking party. Yes, absolutely. Yep. Which oh, he's no longer around either. That's just like true. the just like the, the J, J of J and M is no longer around. Oh. But um, that so there's value to it. We found value playing with other people. You don't have to if you're in a kink and BDSM. You don't have to play with other people. Mm-hmm. But if you are going to play with other people, what do you need to do as a couple? to build your foundation or prepare yourselves to go play with other people. Yeah. Um, I know some people that jump in, they just jump into the deep end. Mm-hmm. They just go to a swing club and do it. Um, most people I know do it a little bit at a time. So like us, you know, we had the little clothespin scene, right? To see if you would get jealous. And for some reason we worked on your jealousy first and you mm-hmm. ended up not having any jealousy mm-hmm. but I remember um, finding the guy to give a blowjob right and he was he was informed that you would be watching and boom you know that's it and you did and you had a great time um, then there was P and you probably won't remember this guy's name but I do and I think he was the first one to fuck me mm-hmm. and you were on the other side of the door listening yeah so um, it's funny, I remember his name, but, you know, people from long ago, I remember their names. And um, that went okay, right? So we just toe-dipped. We took it step by step. It's kind of the escalator approach, right? Mm-hmm. Started at the bottom and worked our way up to the top. I think the, one of the things that, that occurs to me the, that we built that foundation to get ourselves ready for that mm-hmm. was we did it as a couple. We did it step by step together. Right. We right. talked about it openly, and we talk about this in our slutty sex class. Mm-hmm. There's a difference between talking about it and planning on doing it. Right. And we recognized that. We said, let's talk. First, we would talk about it. Well, we first started talking about it in <laughs> hot and kinky situations. Yes. Yes. And then after that situation, the next day over Cheerios, we would say, hey, is that something you'd really be interested in? Uh-huh. And we would plan it and talk it out together without judgment and with a sense of adventure. Right. And we actually went through the process together. It's not like I told you, well, go go get laid and then come back and tell me how it goes. No, right? that was later. That was a later <laughs> thing, right? But that was after we'd gotten our feet wet. And that right. was more just dirty play. Right. We would work these things out together and say, well, how are we going to meet somebody? And how are we going to meet And it was them? a we. How are we going right. to meet someone? How are we going to meet someone? What are we going to do with the kids? What's our uh, safe word, mm-hmm. which was uh, the breaking of a toothpick? 
Right. Right. So if we went out to dinner with someone to see if our energy meshed before bringing them home, we actually had the the clue of if either one of us broke a toothpick, then this wasn't going to work. So so we had it out and that was kind of neat. So and or we would go to a swing club and watch other people or be watched. Right. Mm -hmm. So just be in that environment of other people having sex. So that kind of helps build your foundation as well. And, you know, this is before there used to be a lot of parties, kink parties Mm -hmm. in this area. So the swing club was was uh, what was available. And um, so, yeah, we did a lot of stuff like that. You know, from a kink perspective, one of the things you can do is from a power if you're in a power exchange relationship to say, hey, power exchange submissive, um, go play with that guy, Mm -hmm. which is neat because you're still connected. Right. It is still the two of you doing something, even though it's involving another person. But it's like, as my power exchange leader, as my master or dominance, mm-hmm. I'm giving you permission to go enjoy being with someone else. Right. And that kind of alleviates your guilt or your need to worry about whether I'm going to be guilty or not. I just mm-hmm. told you to go do that, right? Mm-hmm. It also alleviates my need to feel guilty because again, I've just now granted guilt can show up still. We'll oh, need to talk right. a little bit or not guilt, jealousy, jealousy. Um, but it opens up that door and it makes you do this thing together. Mm-hmm. I like that whole feeling of doing it together instead of doing it off on my own. So that kind of, that kind of feeds me. I like it. So the few times we were able to do it was pretty amazing, but, um, yeah, I highly recommend setting a foundation and, um, but like you said, also realize that um, talking about it and planning it doesn't mean you're going to do it. Right. Give yourself I mean, permission to take each as a separate step. Mm-hmm. So. The other part to the, the I would recommend is that you actually have a communication plan afterwards. Yes. Be it immediately after the scene mm-hmm. and then again the next day after you've had a good night's sleep. Yeah. And if one partner's struggling with it, that's fine. You know, recognize how can I help you with that? It's okay for you, you know, to go into this saying, look, I mean, I don't know how I'm going to respond. Right. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. And we'll sit and talk about it and, and we'll slow, you know, we'll take our time. And when we're ready to take a next step, if there is a next step, right, that doesn't mean that we're going to do anything else again. Right. So, yeah, I, we had a great experience for the most part. Mm-hmm. Right. So, um, especially with the sex part. We had a great time with the sex part. The emotional part Mm -hmm. is what ended up tripping us up a little bit later, you know, when we um, started finding uh, separate poly people. Yeah. And and that's one of the things that I'm surprised that um, you having sex with somebody else is Mm -hmm. not, was challenging, Mm -hmm. but it wasn't as bad as you having an emotional connection to someone else. That's weird. Right. So, Um, and you know, the last thing that I got to, we have to warn people about is that, you might go into it as swingers or as just a BDSM experience and emotional connections might be created that True. you're not expecting. But again, it's nothing you can control. You know, if it happens, it happens. It's not that big a deal. Yeah. So, you know, don't try not to make rules of, you know, we're going to swing. Just make sure you don't fall in love with anybody because our emotions. Yeah. So, um we had good, fun. We're yeah. still having fun. Oh, yeah. What am I talking about? We're still having fun. I got things to do. So, but You yeah, still have a bucket list, huh? I still have a bucket list. So uh, highly recommend building that foundation and having fun with it. There you go. Communicate, talk, fun, adventure. Our end music is provided by Pocket Universe. You are currently listening to a song called Whim. 
The person we've seen most recently is Masters Cunt. The current sender of tentacles is Black Violet. The provider of graphic novels, oh, I think he told me he's sending me bondage fairies, Oot, is Johnny Jackhammer <laughs> and the Good Witch of the North. And the official food that goes on boobs is still garlic, cheese, and white pepper sprinkled popcorn. Bye, Dan. Bye, Dawn.